Talking Brain Candy Podcast, episode 690. How do we feel Woo! about that? Feeling Amazing. good. Feeling I, good. I'm really excited to get into the 700s because I like, I it's don't know, a lucky it just number. feels like, like new. It's a totally different energy. I agree. And as you know, we have so much going on over here. So much fun stuff. In fact, whenever I, we were putting up our new equipment and stuff, I was in my mind thinking about the people that are like, aren't they done yet? I'm like, are you kidding, bitch? I'm just getting I'm just started. Getting started. Are you kidding me? I got big plans. Over I here. hope to one day be big enough to where there are other people sitting in when we do the podcast to do things like Google searches for us. <laughs> Totally. It might take away from some of our, our, I don't know, like, like the funny things that people laugh at that we do on the show, like yeah. um, random Google searches conducted yeah. by yours truly. But <laughs> that, that feels like you like made it big when like somebody. Yeah. Someone fact checks you in real time. Yeah. yeah. One day people. One day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's going to happen. Can, yeah. I have a confession actually, cause I oh, am always thinking about brain candy and I want to make it really great and I'm always trying to improve it. And I gotta be honest with what? you. I don't listen to Joe Rogan, but oh. mm-hmm. I do see clips of him on YouTube whenever he has, um, comedy guests and it recommends them to me on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. He is a tremendous interviewer. Correct. I, I've always known this. But I wish he wouldn't say so much dumb stuff that makes you want to just throw the baby out with the bathwater. But Mm -hmm. his interviews are phenomenal. Not as good as Howard Stern or anything. Right. But I'm just saying. I feel like Howard Stern admires and appreciates every single person that he talks to and has a curiosity about them, which makes him such a good interviewer. Uh. I feel like Joe Rogan thinks he's equal with every person that he talks to. And that also makes him a good interviewer. But what a great analysis. <laughs> you, you are Susie? right about that. That's, and that, and, and you fall into the Howard Stern interviewer category. Thank you. I strive 100%, for that. percent. One million and percent. It seems like Joe has a curiosity more about the subject matter and about ideas than he yes. does about the people. Well, because he thinks that he's also an expert on them. He would felt yeah. when I heard uh, the Neil deGrasse Tyson one is one of my favorites. Like if I'm going to pick ones, I like that one. But he's definitely talking to him like they're in the same category. I'm like, oh, can you imagine? Please. Meanwhile, every interview I do, I'm just like, you're so amazing. I wish I were like you, yeah. but Joe's the opposite. Yeah. Maybe we could meet in the middle. You know like, what I mean? we're, we're the same. So you, I get you, you get me, right? It's totally that vibe. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? 
Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, so I know that you uh, are a gal who likes, you check out of social media in a healthy way. You say like, I'm living my real life right now. I'm not going to go online. So I think you may have missed a hilarious dust up recently because we're, we're promoting the show with wonderful clips of episodes on TikTok and also on Instagram reels and stuff. And we try to make them either compelling in a way that makes you think or just entertaining. And I posted recently the video where we talked about Hitler's micro penis and singular ball. This is the, never have I had so many uh, follow-up conversations about a topic from the people in my life. What did they say? They all had, it was men. And they were all like, hey, did you know that that artist, Little Dicky, has the same thing? There's a, a recording artist named Little Dicky who had a sh- He also has a show on FX that was fantastic uh, called Dave. Uh, and he has the same condition. That, okay. And, and, and so they all said that. And they said, you, you know him. You should talk about that. Okay, that's cool. I'm glad to know that. Yeah. And I think one of the, com- one of the confusing elements is... Um, the simpletons mm-hmm. don't understand uh-huh. the difference between discussing something like that, a, con- a medical condition, right. and then pointing out how the behavior that Hitler exhibited um, could have stemmed from that. Mm-hmm. They don't understand the difference between like body shaming right. versus pointing out that shame itself Right. Can cause people to do terrible things. Correct. And so sometimes people have shame about their body, maybe differences that they have that make them do terrible things. Right. So then the um, sort of like social justice warriors, which I have been accused of being in my time as a liberal lady, um, they get so stoked. Right. So they see this thing. They're like, finally, I can be mad about something and I'm mad that this is body shaming Hitler. Okay. And so then they get so excited and their keyboard is like smoke's coming out of it. They're so excited. If you ever have to type the phrase, Hitler is horrible, but. but. Oh, totally. 100%. There you go. This, This seems like I can't believe we're having this argument. Of course. If you had something stuck in your teeth, I'd be like, hey, Susie, you got a little thing right here and get out. If Hitler had something stuck in his teeth, I wouldn't tell him. And then I'd make fun of him as soon as I left the room. Somebody wrote, okay, I see what you're saying. But like, once you commit genocide, all bits are off. Yeah, thank you. Whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what's coming. By the way, it's never people that actually listen to the show. It's always people that sort of come across it on the algorithm or whatever. And then they get, they, that's what they do for their life. That they're like uh, outrage experts. Mm -hmm. And, um, and also like, 
If you happen to have a micro penis or a singular ball, hey, I think that's great. Whatever you got cooking. I have a floppity sloppity vagina, which I've discussed at length on this show. We are. But if you had a floppity sloppity vagina and then went on to kill millions, kill of people, millions of people, mm, I'm probably going to talk some shit. Sorry about it. Actually, not sorry. Actually. And you also can tell when something shitty is about to come out of somebody's keyboard whenever they start with like a list of their qualifiers. So this one hooker was like, um, she doesn't listen to this show. She doesn't listen. So you can call her hooker all the way. She was like, hey, I'm a queer Jewish psychotherapist. So like she's named all the ways that she is qualified to tell you you're shitty. And she's like, this is ableist. Uh, what other things? Oh, and anti-Semitic somehow. I'm not even sure how we were anti-Semitic, but I feel like my Jewish friends would be fine with me roasting. Imagine thinking that Hitler's commenting, dick. just reporting on, because I was just reporting right. on it. I didn't make a comment about it. I just said, no. "Did you know that he had a micro penis and a ball, singular ball?" and Somehow that's anti-Semitic. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a real leap for me. Anyway, can it? I hate you. Yeah. Um, and it's let's not in- talk about how he was a vegetarian and piss off the vegans. Okay. <laughs> we can't. We I can't didn't know that. We can't. <laughs> that's so bad. Um, right. But my point was simply about the ways in which, for all of us, shame can drive yes. really terrible choices. Yes. And that self-assuredness and confidence can provoke the opposite mm-hmm. and that these things are important to talk about. Yes. I'm so or sorry, even self-acceptance yeah. and the rejection of oneself often leads to the rejection of others and vice versa. Exactly. These things have consequences and yes. they deserve discussion and if you don't think that they're appropriate, if you feel like this, the, the cost is greater than the benefit, don't talk about it on your podcast, you weirdo. <laughs> um, I'll tell you uh, so yeah, I love weird. our video clips. They're great. I'll tell you what's also great. And that is pair eyewear. I was just oh, telling Sarah, as I soon as this. I got my medical records, I put those babies on. Yep. And was like, Adam goes, what are you reading? Because I must have been super focused. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm telling you what, thanks to pair eyewear, not only was I focused and able to see clearly, but I was looking great. Sarah tried on my sunglasses. Oh, yeah. My sunglasses in Denver because they're prescription from pair. How funny was it when you put those on? <laughs> yeah, when I was like, oh, how 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 serious is that? Oh, 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 it's serious. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. Sarah wasn't sure if my prescription was like intense or not because I don't wear them all the I time. I have like prescription light. So I also assume mm-hmm. everybody else does, you know, like just like your rant, your your classic, like need them while you're driving kind of hard yeah. to see whatever <laughs> you're classic yeah. well and that's the thing is that that's why i was so excited to find the sunglass versions because then i can wear them when i'm driving yes. and oh it's my awesome. gosh i didn't duh yeah of course and the ones that i have are prescription eyeglasses and then they have brown snap-on sunglasses and then black ones 
that snap on. So no matter what I'm wearing or whatever, I will look adorable. Um, And uh, come on, our listeners are approaching the time of life when you need readers. I like, let's just face it. That's that's what I falls into the classic stand, stand like you know. Yeah, you get the your, classic the needs. Oh and my god! Oh, yeah. You can check out Pear to get super affordable prescription readers, or you could get just fashion ones if you really wanted to. Um, get glasses that stay as fresh as your unique style with Pear. Go to pearewear.com slash brain candy for fifteen percent off your first purchase. That's Pear P A I R iwear.com slash brain candy. And I should say, I always choose the classic looks, but they have funkadelic, oh, yeah. stylish, colorful, like Iris Apfel level. Yes. Totally. Cutie frames. So if you want to splash All out and get some cool, yeah, expressive frames, you can do that. Okay. So anyway, shut up about our show. Unless you watch it and then I'm open to your feedback. Um... Okay, so a bunch, I would say at least 10 Brainiacs told me to watch a documentary series on Netflix called Gunther's Million. No, yeah, Gunther's Millions. Have you heard of this? Gunther's Millions. No, but it's a, it kind of rings a bell. Okay. You might have seen... Was this an old guy? So, was this like an old timey thing? No, it's not old timey, but it's about a dog thinking of? named know. Gunther. Definitely not. Don't know this. Who inherited $500 million from his owner. Oh, for fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. Whichever. That. Right. Is that plural, possessive, or, I don't know. or singular? We don't know. All of them. Oh, my God. This is I so cannot. dumb. I mean, <sighs> you mean to you even start? Okay. I think about my friends who are elementary school teachers. Yeah, and how they oh, have to like nice. do fucking like GoFundmes to get pencils Erasers, and yeah. crayons and like glue sticks that haven't dried out because they have to pay for glue it out of pocket. Sticks. I love and that's then, where your brain goes. Yeah. And then there Gunther. are assholes out there who are leaving $500 million to their fucking dogs. And I'm saying this as a dog lover. Yeah, that's a lot of dog bones. Am I right? I mean. Okay. So... So many brainiacs told me I had to watch it, that I should have seen it coming. I should have realized that this was going to be amazing, but I just still was skeptical. Just watching the trailer, I thought, okay, the dog inherited millions. What's the big deal? He got a private chef, makes him his kibble. I don't know. But here's how I would describe it. I would describe it as Tiger King. Oh, if Tiger King was beautiful people who were all rich and elegant. Wow. I love a crazy across, uh, 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 like at a different um, uh, socioeconomic uh, level. Yes. yes. In a t- different tax bracket. Crazy in a high tax bracket gets you all the good shows, all the good documentary. 
what is it? Gray Gables Gardens, whatevs. Gray Gardens, yes. Yeah. That that is exactly right. Uh, uh, I mean, ooh, because that's like terrible. honey boo boo with money. Yeah. Yes, like, and I'll never forget. There was an episode. I think it was an episode of Hoarders where the woman was <gasps> a- yes in the yes! That was crazy. And she was like so wealthy and like an interior designer in that. And her home was like a, I want to say it was in California, like Beverly Hills or something crazy like yes. that. Where you could like, oh, yes, why am I because, so pumped for this? Well, because, <laughs> because it's what we always talk about that like human problems are the yep. same. Yep. 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 Because I always tease Sarah about how, like, what if one of her clients comes in and is mad about, like, a dent in their Mercedes? Mm -hmm. But Sarah always says it doesn't matter because, truthfully, like, the root of it all is always the same. Yep. (sighs) So, yeah. This, this, this is that. Yes. I, I like to I like to say, I think maybe I've said this on here recently, that it's kind of like tracked housing, how it's like the same, you know, you go to like one of those like suburban communities where it's the same five yes. models. They'll just yeah. be flipped a little different. Ryan or, Holmes. Or like, right. you know, like it'll be this, that is it, where people are kind of like that. We are the one of five versions flipped around. Sometimes it's like a the backwards layout or whatevs. You could decorate it however you want. You yep. we all have different junk inside. It's all if you different. Strip it down. Yes, but the 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 layout is like, what do you got? I'm Rest not sex, enough, baby. It's so true. You no, know, like uh, 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 I'm scared of death. Yeah. <laughs> Life isn't fair. I want to matter. Yeah. Like you could go. (laughs) Yeah. Other people constantly disappoint me. Mm. See, it's like the same. Exactly. And uh, people listening are probably like, what? That's me. Right. Correct. Because you're one of those. You are one of us. And we all are. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. I don't want to spoil anything because it's one of those series where. Just when you think it couldn't get weirder, it gets weirder. The best. I love the, oh, oh, this is great. Yeah, because here's what I will say. And I should have realized this, but whenever somebody gives, bequeaths their estate to something or someone that is unconventional, there's probably more to the story. Yeah, it means the people who they should be giving it to either... (laughs) <laughs> they're not connected to anymore they or, or fucked them over or yeah or they did something to cut off or it's not actually going to that you know. <gasps> oh mm-hmm. but here's what i did not see coming and could have never predicted there is an element of like the theory behind the real world in this film where like you know how the real world was designed to sort of like see what happens when all all different kinds of people get together yeah and we're all just sort of watching this experiment unfold out of left field that is an element of this movie because the gunther's sort of um 
I don't know, handler or whatever. Yeah. Was interested in figuring out the, the secret to happiness. So this handler organized basically like a real world situation in a mansion funded by Gunther's millions. And so they're studying like these what? beautiful people in a house. This is a rich real world? This is rich real world with a dog. Oh my God. Well, like I, I was supposed to we go out on known. a date tonight. <laughs> right. You have plans. Cancel them. Busy with Gunther. Gunther's millions. And his millions. That sounds fascinating. It really was. And at the root of it all is that no matter how much money you have in all of that stuff, you st- you just want peace and stability and yeah. to not be sad. Everybody wants, yeah, we all want the same things. And so let me just say, if you watch it, it is long. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know, four or five episodes is long, but I, I never didn't want to watch the next wow. one. Wow. Oh, I it can't wait. Unbelievable. So watch Gunther's Millions. Holy shnikes. Who names their dog Gunther? Oh, God. There was a whole story behind the name. It's like everywhere you turn. You're just like, I story. love friends. <laughs> oh, my God. R.I.P. that guy. <gasps> he died? He died right after that reunion, the friend's reunion. He was on it, but then he died. He had cancer. Oh, gosh. I know. Sad. I know. But he brought a lot but of joy. But it's also happy that he, he, you know, like that sometimes I feel like people hold on till a moment that they can like, yeah. you know, something about after a reunion kind of. It's funny you know. to me, though, how like it seems like. The Gunther in real life, whatever his name was, like kind of played that same role with the cast members. Because think about how many episodes he was on. And it's not like he was hanging out with these people in real life. Right. Oh, right. Like if we were on there that many episodes, they would be our friends. Yeah. Not not Gunther. Yeah. No. Oh. It's like you're familiar and just as recognizable, but with none of the... Ooh. But he did get a lot of money, so... Oh, then yay. <laughs> okay, moving on. God, just don't, I hope he didn't give it to a dog. Oh my God. There was a lady in New York, I remember, who gave it to a cat. And once I saw this, I'm like, did she really give it to a cat? Or is it like some sort of right. circumventing of the system type of yeah. deal? Because somebody's got to be the decider of like, that. that that doesn't make sense. I think you're right, though, that sometimes it really is just like a fuck you to whoever yeah, they to hate. To the people that, yeah. Yeah. But that's sure. sad because you could give it to charity and still say fuck yes. you. Yeah. Yeah. It does okay. feel like that. I love Bo, but that gal might out actually outlive me and she ain't going to die. <laughs> Sorry, Bo. So here's the thing. Sarah is a very good sport about the way that I talk about Bo. And Eli and I Whoa, were having a- the way you talk about both the way you talk about murdering my dog, you mean? <laughs> so if the backstory is Sarah has a dog that she adopted that when she adopted Bo, they told you what Bo was probably was 12, 12 years, 12 years old. And, and that was I, how many years ago? Eight years ago. <laughs> So 
Bo is 20 years old, years young. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, she's a huge pain in the ass now because no matter what year she was born, she's old enough to be annoying. Yeah. She's just at that age where. <sighs> if she were to go for a physical, they would not be talking about bone density. They'd be talking about <laughs> bladder control. <laughs> yes. 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 She is fully geriatric in every sense of the word. Like, but her medication works great. And she just, it's every now and then that she gets a little, a little, as Eli puts it, a little piddle. Just a little. But like, I love it when I ask inappropriate questions and then the person gives me like the inappropriate answer. Yes. So when I first met Eli, I said like, do you, do you kind of wish Bo was, would die? And he said, yes. <laughs> He and that's not what I knew. shy like, about is- all the time. He's like, mm-hmm, you know, I mean, like, and that was like the running joke the whole time Susie was hanging out with Eli. They would just look at each other and they'd like give a little like, uh-uh, and then like, <laughs> uh-uh, like do a little like, like, you know, head motion, like, you know, and well, Eli's like nodding along in the background. And then I look and then he's like shaking his head. No. And then I look away and I assume he nods his head. Yes. Cause, well, because like, at that exact time that we were visiting you, that was when that story came out about not only the world's oldest dog, but the world's world's oldest dog of all time, Bobby. Looks like it could be a relative of Bo's. And then I made the joke that it probably is Bo's father because look, the namesake, I didn't change Bo's name. She came with that name, Bo. Right. And, and wasn't this dog probably her dad? J. Well, how do you spell that? B O B I. Bobby. B O B I. Please. <laughs> she was clearly named after her father. All <laughs> I know is, uh, is my dog is from like I he- I heard Mexico could be anywhere in Latin America. I don't know. Maybe it maybe what was wasn't this dog in like Honduras? Yeah, I don't know. We so, just think maybe Bo has like these genes where uh-huh. she is never going to die. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing: we're and all going to die. Like she's great. So we're all going to die. And so because we're all going to die, you need to get your life insurance in order. And now you well, can. This is the perfect segue for everything. Thank you. Don't be like making any mistakes. So some dog gets it. Right. You need fabric by Gerber Life. It is the easy all online solution you've been waiting for. I'm not joking. This is the real deal. Here's the thing. This year, I know I said my my theme is adventure, but mm-hmm. I always take stock of everything in my life mm-hmm. and I've been getting totally organized and I'm loving it because I'm like Monica Geller a little bit, great. speaking of friends. Yeah. Um, and so one of the ways that you can get organized and sort of check the box is to get some freaking life insurance. Mm -hmm. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policies in less than 10 minutes. I mean, it feels like one of those things that's like, you don't need it until you need it. Yeah. And then you're so happy you have it. Like this is a get the life things in order, check the box a big one. 
Exactly. Yeah. And you could yeah, be yeah, offered yeah. coverage instantly with no health exam required. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash brain candy. That's meetfabric.com slash brain candy. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash brain candy. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Do it. Um, okay, but Bo is hanging in there, and it yeah. is funny to me to yeah. kind of make jokes about her impending doom. Yeah, got I it, mean, got it. you know, sometimes like mercy killing, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, like everybody can tell, like, what when will you know? She's fine, and then, then I, I just now feel compelled to send Susie and Eli group text messages anytime Bo does anything active. I'm like, look at her chase something. She you can't kill I her. Know. Sarah keeps sending me videos to prove that Bo is like still worthy of living. Has her <laughs> worthy of life. I'm just teasing. I love I know. Bo. It's hilarious. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Uh, okay. This, there isn't much to say about this, but I will also recommend the volcano on what's the book. Oh, was this about, I think it was on Netflix. This was about the erupting volcano. Freaking, where was it? No, it was an Island. Um, now I'm forgetting, but this is crazy. It was directed or produced by Ron Howard. Oh, wow. And so visually it's stunning to watch, but it was just one of those dealies where like you go to, let's, I don't remember where it was, but let's say it was Hawaii. So you go to Hawaii and then like you see all these brochures for like, visit this, you know, the world's most crazy active volcano and you just get on the old ferry. Right. And go over to see this volcano. If they have printed brochures, what could go wrong? Yeah, it seems sort of like, seems like it's like one of those pretend risks where right, you're like, right. oh, it's active, but like it's never going to erupt. Mm-hmm. Um, and that day it was very active and puffing smoke and stuff. And 
they did have an elevated like risk level, but there was only green, yellow, and red. So like it was yellow, but if you were just a regular person, you wouldn't know if that was typical or not. Right. And so they went over and then all hell broke loose, literally almost. Mm -hmm. And it, it just, you know, how, like I said, my theme is adventure. It made Mm -hmm. me think like, that's stupid. I should pick a new theme. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because these people thought this is going to be an adventure. I want to see this. And it really looked like one of those things where, you know, like in Thailand and stuff where they're a little loosey goosey on the like, yeah. Restrictions. Yeah. You could walk up to the edge of this volcano and um, that's what they were oh, doing. And then it started erupting. And when I think of eruption, I think of lava. Yeah. But it, it was the kind where it's steam. Oh my God. I, I will never forget. To the, to, I was. How like, do you know everything? Like, no. If ho- somebody said that to me, I'd be like, okay. No. I, I I was in home economics and I remember the, the home ec teacher saying, don't ever reach for anything in the oven with a wet towel because you will receive a steam burn and a steam burn is far worse and more painful than a regular burn. And I, it like... That is great. burned its way into my mind. That is and so smart. I never would have thought of that. I And then the other day, Eli went to go grab something out of the oven with a wet rag. And I damn near, sl- I, well, I did slap it out of his hand. I was like, what are you doing? Don't you know a steam burn is way worse than a regular burn? I like channeled my home ex teachers probably like, I don't know, looking at me. PTSD or something. <laughs> You know, right? Yeah, you're so, so steam right, burns because you're you're heat. Oh, it's very bad. Like I imagine what a shish, shishito pepper. I can never say it right. Looks like if you were to put it on a grill and right. it to blister like that, yeah. like or start steam one of those where it's like from oh bad, 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 bad. Your skin like probably just separates from its body. Right, and oh. these folks were given masks when they got on the island but you know it is where you just think these things are just like um they have to do them right for insurance or something but you're never going to need them um and not much can protect your whole body from steam you know and so it was really gut-wrenching to watch because you could easily imagine yourself in that position. Oh, God, if you just go on a, a little fun vacation and then you think, oh, I'll do an excursion today. And next thing you know, you're fighting for your life. Yeah. Oh, God. So it was great. A <sighs> lot of our brainiacs watched it and recommended it. And I agree. This falls into the category, I think, of how nature tourism has not done What's a good this? job. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I, it's almost in the same category for me. I mean, a little bit different, but of like the people in Yosemite who are getting attacked by deer and who go up to the bison. And there's like this idea that nature isn't going to harm us because there's 
a little fence up or because because you're making an Instagram video. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the same goes for like the ocean. We see this all the time in like kind of a, a, a more, uh, uh, you know, a less life-threatening way. You see this when like people are posing for their videos on Instagram and the wave just takes them out. And it yeah. feels like that where like people just underestimate the power of nature and What's the remedy though? Be because like with that shit. Ever since the pandemic, we've heard mm. these um, exhortations about like, uh, okay, people are sort of ransacking Yellowstone, yes. and that yes. um, there's too many people. Yeah, and there's garbage and poo yeah. and whatever else happens. Yeah. So, what is the answer? Because we thought at that time that that's a good thing we want people to, yeah. to i think adam's it's more o- more open spaces yeah that was fun and <laughs> adam's re- re- <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic adam is dropping wine in oh anyway. man that's fantastic but like, like on one hand we want people to appreciate our yeah. natural wonders but then there's all these consequences yeah. well, and also there's we're overrun with people my solution is more open spaces which you know where you fun. don't get that? Colorado. You know why? Because yeah. there are so many open spaces that are beautiful here. Everybody isn't concentrated to this one little space that's like, come to this exact location here and like, uh, you know, the, for the perfect Instagram picture. The the uh, whole state is sort the of the whole state is like, like everything and i have never been anywhere that that maintains its open spaces as well as colorado does and having an abundance of places for people to be outside that are are beautiful and and i i think the answer isn't shutting those places off to people it's opening up more open spaces so that we don't have everybody at Yosemite or everybody at, you know, Yellowstone, we have people at like, I know we got to like make other parks famous in mm-hmm. a way. And just appreciate your local. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Like, I think it, yeah, it's, it's not making it about the destination for the photo and making it about the actual journey just wherever you are yeah appreciate it yeah yeah because as soon as humans sort of descend upon a location it gets disgusting Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah I I really was uncomfortable when I hiked the Machu to Machu Picchu and did the Inca Trail that for that reason yes it felt like this shouldn't i shouldn't be here this should not be and they limit how many passes they give out i want to say it's like 200 a day it's very small like the amount of people they even allow but just that is and you like you have to enter into a raffle for it a whole thing it's like and wait to like get it apply and you know but but it's still a problem it's still it felt like it's, humans it, are disgusting. Yeah, really, they I are. felt like that. Even we were saying at Sarah's house when we were in Colorado, and she was at Eli's, and 
I mean, we were there for like two or three days total. And I'm like, we ransacked this joint. No, like, it's didn't. disgusting. It it's you know how like you're in a hotel room for five minutes yeah. and it looks like hell. It's like yeah. that. Where mm. what do we do? Right. It's just that the function of being a person requires a lot, mm-hmm. but it's really gross to confront that reality. Yeah. And like I don't like admitting it. It's really, I was just reading an article that was talking about getting rid of something. I can't remember what it is, but it's something very small on an airplane. Oh, it's like they got rid of, I think it's Delta that got rid of, or United, they got rid of plastic stir straws and, you know, for like stirring your coffee. Yes. And they got rid of plastic cups on uh, uh, their flights. And just this airline alone, they said that they will be, uh, uh, it will equal about 2 million, I want to say it was like tons or pounds or tons, I don't know, but close to that. An insane amount. And this fucking insane amount of plastic waste each year. Yeah, we're gross. I, I was like, that's just from one item they got rid of on one airline? Oh, this is well, for bad. real. This is bad, 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 bad. Millions of pounds of stir straw, just Delta. What? Yeah. Right. All right. I'm glad we worked through God. that. But you it should was... watch the volcano. And by the way, I think that it it's actually on Disney Plus. I said Netflix, but I think it's oh, okay. Disney Plus. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay. Um, okay, I read a book called unmasking autism Mm. because I really try to expose myself to stuff that's going to make me uncomfortable. This is great. I've heard of this book. It's good, but it's hard for me to Mm -hmm. read because um, it takes an approach to autism spectrum that is new. It's, Mm -hmm. It's sort of a new movement where they're fucking sick of us being like, you need um, behavioral therapy mm-hmm. to learn how to function mm-hmm. amongst neurotypical people. Yeah. Or so, conform. Yeah, to conform to this yes. idea of what is normal or what is typical. 
And um, they're like, fuck you. How about you conform? It doesn't right. say that, right. but I'm just right. paraphrasing. Uh, how about you conform to, you know, more inclusivity yeah. and just like stop expecting people to behave like you do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things from the book that I wanted to talk about. Well, for starters, you know, it is always the case where like words matter. Yes, definitely. But the, the problem with um, differently abled people, and mm-hmm. that's a phrase that maybe some people don't even like to begin with, mm-hmm. is that everyone has their own preferences and opinions about yeah. what is the right way to say stuff. This book and this author took the um, opinion that they don't like putting the adjective in the back. They don't like that sort of like person with autism, that mm. language. Uh-huh. Uh, they were like, I'm an autistic person. And to sort of rearrange that implies there's something bad about it. It's hard to really keep up with it. Um, it almost feels like we had to go that direction to then be able to come back around and like recognize that and then just kind of like own it. Like you have to like first see the person and then. Cause uh, like if you're, if you're tall, you would say, oh, that's a tall person. Yeah. You wouldn't say a person with height. Right. Because by doing that, you're implying there's a stigma and yeah. there shouldn't be to begin with. It's yes. like, you're tall. Yeah. Like you're autistic. If yeah. it's all fine, right. then what is the problem right. with using? Okay. <sighs> yeah. So just that I'm like, okay, yeah. okay I'm not going to yeah. do that. And so it's hard. That was the first, it is because yeah. I, if you want to do the right thing, it changes a lot. Right. I just imagine in these moments, the willow tree because it just has to bend and move as the direction of the yeah. wind changes. Okay. And if we try to okay. be rigid and try to be like, then we'll like, you know, so it's like annoying, but we got to like be flexible. Yeah. With those things. And the more people are, the less it, they, they right. get like, I'm trying to go with the flow. It's imperfect. Yeah. And like, I always say, like when I rant about how Demi Lovato keeps changing her gender mm-hmm. it's like if i get it wrong just know i'm trying i just yeah. have it hard i find it hard to keep up with everybody if they're changing all the time okay so then the the next thing i wanted to mention is that like the way that the unmasking autism book discusses things is to say that behavioral therapy is trauma that to force somebody as at whatever age, like as a child, to behave in a way that is unnatural to them is traumatic. And I always uh, bristle yeah. whenever people use the word trauma because yeah. it's so often used now to as is like what I would call a synonym for uncomfortable. There's a certain amount of parenting that's just freaking parenting people. Come on. If your child is not a child on the spectrum, but they want, don't want to wear their jacket or they are throwing a temper tantrum about something that's ridiculous that children throw a temper tantrum about before, we don't just go, oh, well, that's, I, I live within the child's, no. I don't care if people are growing up and growing old. 
is uncomfortable right now. Absolutely. I'm resisting it myself. And there is a basic understanding and like agreement that we all have as people who choose to be part of this society that say there are that we do have to be understanding. We do have to accommodate people who have different abilities, but it will never be okay to say, take all your clothes off in the middle of public. If that is just, well, my child just doesn't want to wear, well, they're going to have to wear clothes because in this world that we live in, you got to wear clothes. So if the child needs some therapy and needs some behavioral therapy to be able to be okay with putting on their clothes in the morning and learn a routine, then that's okay. And the points that the book made in that like sort of vein where we as a society need to fucking not be so shitty towards people that are not exactly the same as the ideal. Oh my God. Is that right? Preach it. True. That is so true. And it is disturbing how reluctant we've been to get on that train. Yeah. So that part I am in agreement with. There are parts though that seemed harder to get on board with. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you more about those, but for now I'm just getting on board with Lumi deodorant. Oh, uh, well. Oh, you can't sm- Susie. I don't want to be. I know. The person who's I like, know. I told you I told so. you so. <laughs> but I absolutely love nothing more than being the person who said, I told you so. So I will say, I told you so. No, you did tell me so. Uh-huh. And then I also think that you discovered it for your child's feet. Not, yes, his feet. And also like, um, like just various. You rem- I, don't I think this was when we but... were together, but there was we did something. I don't know. Maybe it was when you and I were just walking around and, you know, like we're, we're outside, you know, we're wearing those big snow jackets and then you go inside and you don't take it off. So then you get hot and sweaty and then you're, I'm just like stinking. Right. I had never used their antibacterial, like the 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 wipes. wipes. Yeah. I never used those before, but I was in a situation where I'm like, I, I, now I got stink on, I got to get stink off. Holy crap. I out loud, like did an audible. Oh, damn. That doesn't even smell anymore to no one in the bathroom. Like no one was around (laughs) by yourself. And I totally out loud said that like, damn, that really does take the smell away. One of our brainiacs. Did you already know that? And I still said that out loud. (laughs) One of our brainiacs, Michelle was like, I've been thinking about trying Lumi, but I didn't until you guys said, because I feel like they know that we are not going to lie about stink. No, there's, I, I can't. I'm going to tell you the God's honest truth. Uh, Eli was leaving the house this morning. Goes, I'm uh, uh, by stinky girl, and he was talking to Bo, and I was like, listen, and I, he was like, I was talking were offended. to Bo. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was talking to me. He's right. Because like, I have bad bo, so I need every. I will yeah. find the thing that works. I don't want all the other crap. This feels like the science Honestly, that that yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Been, always been there. I thought they just I like really found was... and like we're like here you go. 
There you go. I thought this is never going to work. If you look on the whatever the packaging, it says up to seventy two hours. Yes. I thought no way. Yes. It's actually true. One hundred percent. Yep. So you use less and somehow get more protection. I was using men's deodorant. Wow. Aggressive. And trust me, my ex-boyfriends can attest to this because <sighs> they used to complain. Like if they'd smell a man wearing it, it would be like, what is happening? Like all their yeah. senses were wrong. They're like, oh, this smells like I my girlfriend. That, yeah. yeah. Like I didn't think that mm. m- women's deodorant was effective. This stuff is amazing. Mm. Created by an OBGYN. And they just wanted to block odor all day. Is that too much to ask? Right. No, it is not. They have a deal as a special offer for our listeners. New customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code BRAINCANDY at lumideodorant.com. It equates to over 40% off your starter pack. So they have these bundles. Just get it. You need it. This will last um, you a long time too. When you visit lumideodorant.com and use code BRAINCANDY. Yeah, it'll last you a long yeah. time. It is incredible. Promise. I remember that intro kit. I got that intro kit years ago. No, no, no brain candy code. Nothing. Yeah, she went Full price. Yep. Yeah. Right I, I saw the commercial on TV and I was like, this can't be. I know. That's what I said to the brainiac. I was like, I saw their ads on TV yeah. and I was like, no way. And then I try, and it's, then it becomes, this is, this is weird. I don't even care. We're like way past the ad part of this commercial, but yeah. I'm just telling you my <laughs> own personal story. talking about our life. Yeah. Uh, where it now becomes fun to be like, oh, I'm super stinky. Let me see how I can unstick, like, like how it works. Like, like it gets rid of it. Test the limit. Yes. Yeah. But <laughs> for like, real, with the ooh. feet, with my son, yeah. it's for real. It's That's so funny. Life-changing. Oh, I swear. Hilarious. Okay. Hilarious. Moving okay. on. Moving on. We promise. Okay. I mean, this is cool. You know how Mary Queen of Scots <laughs> make it a real U-turn no. here. <laughs> well, she was the one that was imprisoned by her sister. Oh, I was going to say, don't say husband. They all were. It was if they weren't killed by cousin. their husband. They were imprisoned by him. Come on, that's so true. That's like all of the monarchy. I forget if it was sister or cousin, but it was Queen Elizabeth imprisoned Mary, Queen of Scots, for the last 20 years of her life. And during the time that she was imprisoned, Mary, Queen of Scots, was sending letters, but in code. Oh, cool. And it took all this time, a gazillion years, to decode them. Damn, she's she's been a brain candy brainiac for sure. Get in trouble. Getting locked up and puzzles and code. Come on. That's our kind of gal. What was the, wasn't there a book or whatever that we read? Yes. Um, Yes. About the the decoder, the women who did that. Yes, there was. Um, God, what was it? Women are great about code because we've never been able to speak freely. So it makes sense that we're like, you know, what is the Zeba? Oh, no. Do you remember when we used to speak in the Ebo language? What? no did you learn like, that pig or is latin. it before your time pig latin but there was yeah. in my time the wow. 90s yeah. there was the eba language i don't know about this and i already love it so your name would be seba a reba a heba what <laughs> you i can't believe this it must have been short-lived 
I remember when I went. Do you think this is geographical? No, because when I went on road rolls. People knew it. Christina and I would speak in Ebba. To like it. Yeah, to avoid like the camera and the director. How dare your generation let that language disappear? Well, it was a shitty code. So I think who killed that? (laughs) Because it did not get passed down to my playground days or generation. (laughs) And I am upset about it. Yeah, it's not childhood. It was too short lived. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. So Mary, Queen of Scots, was writing her prison letters in code. And they only now have sort of decoded them. I mean, to be honest, it wasn't like as exciting as you would hope, but let me open it up. It was like, the food here sucks. I live in really close, a small room. If I'm remembering correctly, she did talk shit about Queen Elizabeth, which makes sense. Uh, It's her cousin. What year was this? So this was um, nine, uh, excuse me, 1568. Um, she was born in 1542. Old. That's all. We're good. You get the gist. Okay. Totally. Yeah. And she was the great granddaughter of Henry VII. And she had a strong claim to the crown of England recognized in particular by the Catholics. And I don't really know why there was some debate about whether she should have gotten the throne or not. But anyway, she ended up in, in the old jail. What did she do? Well, I think it was trying to get the throne and then not getting it. So then it was like, whatever. It, she was eventually beheaded for her alleged role in a plot to kill the queen. I mean, this, okay. I, I'm sorry, but all of this sounds like it could very easily be a season of Real Housewives. Like, <laughs> had ha, if the if the women of any of the Housewives franchises, which we all know are are criminals themselves, amen, like, had the power of like the monarchy behind them back in the day. Hundred percent heads would have been rolling. More yeah. than just tables would be flipped over. Place. I know you're right. This is like petty, like girl drama from this. Well, and in a different time, century, like you're right? saying, in this time, yeah, it it can be death, life or death. Yeah. So. That's what happened. Um, she became she became like a martyr for the Roman Catholics because she believed she was, you know, fighting for them or whatever. Yeah. Okay. But basically, the subject of the letters is about, like, the proposed marriage of Queen Elizabeth to her brother-in-law, the French Duke of Anjou. So I guess it was... Mary, Queen of Scots, brother-in-law was a... I don't know how that would even work. Her husband's brother, brother was going to marry married. Queen Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Uh-huh. Um, Drama! This is like Susie, what do you like? Old Hollywood, but like old, 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 old. Oh my God, like super old gossip. Like super old gossip. <laughs> but you're right, it is very housewives. Yeah. Like, if you could kill each other. Mm-hmm. 
Because it says that um, they show that during her years of captivity, she was very observant of and involved in the affairs of Scotland, England, and France, and was in regular contact with many of the leading political figures at Elizabeth I's court. That's a nice way of saying she couldn't read, keep her Yeah. <laughs> yes. She was up in everybody's business and wouldn't let you go. Well, whose side are you on? Mary Queen of Scots or the Queen Elizabeth? I'm on the side of drama, <laughs> which is winning in all of this. So I, I'm winning. Really? Don't you feel like that about the show, though? Like when people get mad at you, let's say they're like, Sarah, you were mean to whoever. Even if they're right or or not, Mm that they're happy. Right. Because they can be mad. Right. That's how I feel about that idiot who was mad about the Hitler video. I feel like I should say thank you to her. Or no, she should say thank you to me because... I gave her the gift of outrage because right. that's what some people live for. An emotional reaction. It's art, which, right? Wouldn't we say, call that art? I would. And I they would too. see it like that, but I think that they genuinely too. enjoy being furious. Yeah. And Mary they, Queen of Scots sounds like she did. She would have thrived right now. Totally. Right, mm-hmm. like I can just been... see, like a lot of the the women of I, I don't know what makes me think this. Maybe it's the costumes and everything. I feel like they all could have like the conversations that I imagine go on behind uh, backstage at RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm. would be similar to a lot of the yeah in the court. Like, yes, yeah, like sassafras. Yeah, and I bet they, that's like a thing. Like they, they just like read the other women of the court. Mm-hmm. So nothing's changed. Nothing. There's nothing new under the nothing's sun. Nothing's new under the sun. Nothing is new. These are the same petty, I'm sure, like arguments that are happening on Real Housewives and rea- every reality show for sure. This is this is old school reality television. Is what we're basically 100%. No, I think you're right. Um we need to right. write it reality down. TV would have been so juicy then. Imagine just the trailers this Good season green. on the most dramatic yeah. rose ceremony ever. Yeah. Someone gets their head chopped off. Yes, you don't even like you, you yeah, you don't get a rose, you also lose your life. Yeah, easy come, easy go. Yeah, there you go. We need to wind it down, but I will add one more thing I meant to say mm-hmm. um, about the Unmasking Autism book. They, The person did talk about how, like, the person, basically, whoever, Asperger, that guy, oh, his name is Asperger. That. Yeah. You know about him already. I recently learned this. Yeah. He's yeah. not a great guy. Terrible. And, that's why they don't really like us using that terminology yeah. anymore. But that he was also the guy that did the first conversion, gay conversion therapy. Bad, bad, bad. So they try to conflate like any attempt at behavioral therapy for people oh, in the I same see, way. I see, I see, I see. Yeah. So I understand what they're saying. Um, 
There's nothing about, yeah, I don't think behavioral therapy is trying to fundamentally change who you are as much as they are trying to help you learn habits and tools that make it so you are more successful in this world that we live in and that we function in. And, uh, you know, I also learned with the Asperger's label that it was used during the like hit, World War II. Yes. Yeah. During, cla- it was basically Nazi classify Germany. people like these are exactly people, people that we are, are functioning enough that we won't kill them. Yeah. It was like kill all these other yes. differently abled people, yes. but these ones we can use to like yeah. get ahead in the yeah. war. And so it really is like, it is a spectrum and all like individuals who well, see, that's how I like to say it. I'm like a oh, neurodivergent person. I would absolutely yeah. cl- classify myself as that. There's a lot of overlap. No doubt about it. In fact, there's some well, times ADHD, where, yes, yeah, where I, I do have a lot of symptoms. Like I do a lot of self-soothing, like stimming behaviors that Please, I am not debate? even aware of. Yeah. I feel oh, like I, you're trying to convince people, but this is definitely true. Yeah. And it, that's like another thing that was like part of my acceptance of like, I just, and those are the kind of things like when you were saying that they, maybe society should just be accepting like that. I used to put so much energy into not doing the little behaviors. Like I bite the side of my cheek, like a, oh, I can't help it. Like I do these things that are soothing behaviors, even like my sleeping habits, I have to be wrapped I up. I can't in believe something. that you like, feel like you have to, to talk people I, into it because, as someone who knows yeah, you, it's I, undeniable. Now, now it's very clear to see. It's like all I did was make good eye contact, and I can. Uh, well, you're I'm well spoke, and I'm a female, and so it just slipped below the rate. And now it's like, oh, I think Jordan and I have a lot more in common than maybe we even knew because. It's just, I, I, yeah, I, I think I fall somewhere on that spectrum as well. I have so much more to say about it, but we have yeah. to go. So, yeah. um, we're like way over time. Oh my so we God. Don't good even... episode, man. I know. I... We're like just super into the subject matter. <laughs> so we're like, we don't care if you want to hear about it or not. <laughs> like this is great. We'll talk about um... loom deodorant more, whatever. <laughs> but you guys, you people, you folks, uh, should check out our merch in our candy store at thebraincandypodcast.com. Our bonus content is on patreon.com slash braincandy. Any supporters, we so appreciate. Anytime you use our codes, we're so thankful. Please oh, share our video. I would like to say a personal thank you to the lovely individuals that were kind enough to donate to the Sarah and Susie Get Tipsy Fund when we were in Denver because thank you, we Tyler. got to enjoy that. And that was great. Yes. yes. I remember when Adam came in with the bag of wine and we all cheered. Yay. Thanks all of you guys. So thank you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.